Hey, good morning. It's Thursday morning. It's good to be with you again as we continue our study uh, of the Magnificat, Mary's uh, Song of Praise to God. We once again sit in front of our beautiful Chris Mon tree here at St. Matthew's. I'm so thankful to Tim and all of this worship committee for the hard work they put in making our sanctuary look so uh, so uh, beautiful and Christmassy in this time. So we invite you to worship with us in person this Sunday. If, you, if you're around the area, we'd love to worship with you in person. You can learn more by visiting our website. Uh, stm-umc.org and click on the, the the worship with us link that's stm-umc.org slash reopen you can uh, visit there and uh, worship with us in, in person or you can worship with us online you'll see a lot of our beautiful uh, christmas uh christmas stuff in worship the coming weeks so be sure to be sure to check that out so uh today we're, we're going to be looking at the world uh in front of the text for this magnificat the passage we've been working on this week we'll look at what this word this passage means to me and you today so we'll read this passage together, uh, Luke chapter 1, um, and we'll see what uh, this passage uh, means to us today. So uh, Mary's Song of Praise, Luke 1, 46 through 56. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For just look with favor upon the lowness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in the remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to his ancestor, to our ancestors, to Abraham, to his descendants forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. So this passage here, I talked yesterday about how um, kind of what had happened in Mary's life up until this point, how she had been uh, given this, this, this command by God that, or this, this challenge, this mission by God that she would be the one through whom Christ was born. Uh, and then she has this angel come and, uh, and, and I mean, she, the angel comes and tells her these things and then she goes to, to her cousin Elizabeth's house and in, in there, Mary rec Elizabeth recognizes Mary as the one through whom Christ will be born. In Mary's womb, in Elizabeth's womb, John the Baptist rejoices in the presence of Christ. So we see in these moments, we see confirmation. And so for me, this is, this is me, this is my kind of read and what I kind of take away from the Magnificat is what we've seen here is we've seen two confirmations of God's plan for Mary. First the angel, then Elizabeth. And Mary's kind of overwhelmed and overcome by the grace of God and the confirmation that God's given her for her, her mission ahead. And so she just sings out a song of praise for what God has done. And that's what this passage is. It's a psalm. It's a, I mentioned yesterday, it could be a psalm or a you know, much see, see much like the Old Testament Psalms, same type of deal. It's a, it's a song of praise that Mary sings out to God uh, for God's goodness and God's mercy. And this is a beautiful um, song that Mary sings—a song of of praise to God for what God has done in the life of Israel. It's 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 interesting. You see, you see, it's a song that recognizes that says. Surely from now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty ones done great things. It's a song that looks ahead to what, how people are going to remember her 
and her faithfulness. It's also a psalm where she looks back and remembers God's faithfulness to her people from generations past. It's a song that realizes that God is faithful in all things and that she has experienced and has seen God's faithfulness. And, and I think it's, for me, I think, I think this for Mary is an acknowledgement of what God has done and, and a time of praise to God for what he's done. And I think for us, one of, the, one of the important things that we can take away from this passage one of the important things that we can take away from the Magnificat is this notion of acknowledging what God has done. Because that's what Mary's doing. She's acknowledging what God has done in days of old through the people. And she's acknowledging what God is doing now in her and what people will look back and acknowledge what God has done in days that are to come. It's an acknowledgement of what God has done. It's a stopping and a thanking God for what he's done. Um, and I think that's important for us. I think it's important for us in our life. You know, we just finished Thanksgiving. I think it's important for us to acknowledge in our life what God has done. And I think, I think the psalm comes from the place of um, joy because God has confirmed, God has confirmed in her what God wants to do and i think it's important for us i think it's important for us to give testimony to when god has confirmed his blessings for us or confirmed his plan for us it just frankly confirmed his presence in us um i shared a few weeks back i i'd had a had a long day dealing with just some church stuff nothing really out of the ordinary just you know stuff and um, I got a little discouraged. And I, I'm filming this in the sanctuary, this is a church right now. And one of the perks of working for church is I can come to the sanctuary anytime I want to and pray. So I just, I'd gotten discouraged and I just came in here and prayed. I'm like, Lord, you just, I don't know. I'm just, I was frustrated and I was worried and I was fearful. I'm like, Lord, I just don't know. I just don't know. Show me something. Give me some encouragement. And um, so. I finished praying. I didn't pray for long. And I went back in my office and I sat down. And about 10 minutes later, a former church member of mine who still has, who has a house in Madison just called me up and said, hey, are you in the office today? I'm like, yeah. He said, I, I want to come by and visit. He's actually out in the parking lot. So he came in and he just, we just visited for about five, 10 minutes. And um, he just wanted to encourage me and thank me for all I'd done for his family in ministry. He didn't know I'd had a discouraged day. He didn't know that I was asking God for some encouragement. He just called me up out of the blue. Somebody I hadn't seen in a few years. Just wanted to encourage me. God was confirming to me some stuff. Just today, I was struggling with something. But then I just struggled with it for a while. And I was like, Lord, you got to... Give me something. Give me, give me something. I need something just to, just to, just to help me get through this. And I just was reading in the Gospels, and I came upon the passage where Jesus healed, healed the child, and and uh, and Jesus told the told the father, 
all things are possible for those who believe. And the man said, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And I thought, golly, that's my prayer so often in life, is I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. The parable continues to where Jesus said, some things are possible only through prayer. And I, had, I came to realize that instead of worrying about things, I should transform my worry into prayer. Allow my worries to drive me to pray. Not just to stew in my worries, but to allow my worries to be a motivation for me to pray more. And I felt that confirmation of God in my life. Mary felt the confirmation of God and her song was just sang out in praise. So my question for you today, as we look at what this text means to, to us today, where have you felt God confirm something in your life? Where have you experienced God's presence? Where have you experienced God's goodness? Where have you experienced God confirming something in your life? And how have you responded to that? Have you told somebody about it? Have you prayed about it? Have you praised? Have you, have you shared it? God has these things happen in our life for a reason, to confirm these things so that we can then tell others about God's goodness. God's good, y'all. He is. He's good. He loves you. He loves me. He loves you. He loves all of us. He wants, to, he wants us to be faithful and to share this with other people. So today, right now in this time in our life, let's be faithful. Let's share what God's doing with others. Let's, let's feel this confirmation in our life. Let's share God's goodness with other people. Hey, I love you guys. I'm thankful for you. And I pray you have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow morning for Bible study. Have a great day.